Hello, welcome to Wisdom's Echo Origin Gate. This is Jane Schroeder sharing today a little interview with my really good friend, Matthew McDowell. We are sat on a beautiful, clear, starry, starry night in Wicklow, hmm. Southern Ireland. We're here on a few day trip and uh, we've been having a lot of fun. Hmm. We've seen some beautiful things. Wow. So welcome, Matthew. Thank you so much, Jen. It's, it's a real <laughs> pleasure to be here. And you're right, it is an absolutely stunning. We are looking out over Wicklow Bay. The moonlight is on the dancing on the sea. The stars are above us. It's an absolutely beautiful still evening, not a breath of wind. So we're grateful for... We've, we've had an amazing couple of days. We're so we grateful for it. We certainly have. It's been beautiful. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the area and... Um, some of the places that we've been and some of the things that you've always been speaking to your heart. And we're here also with his, with my long-term amazing friend, Oichi, and their beautiful son, David. Mm. Oh, we had a lovely time with him today. He was paddling in a little waterfall. There's a huge lake here. Mm. Yeah, so that's kind of our... the top, So this is our second time even this year that we've been on a holiday together with yes! Jane's so Jane's like part of the family it's awesome it's <laughs> awesome so our family holidays this year have been myself Oichi <laughs> David and Auntie Jane yeah <laughs> it's been awesome. so good so blessed and we did so we did earlier in the spring we went to Donad Dalriada Dalriada holy smokes oh where Columbo would inaugurate the kings on this mound of rocks in the middle of nowhere in a field near Kilmartin and that is hand, that's hands down. I mean, you know, these people talk about thin places. They talk about their kind of, yeah, like, I don't know, governmental realms, governmental places. Donad is really is one of my favourite places in the world. Now, it's so powerful there. Like, the engagement we had in that place night was just night. so... We were there about yeah. four nights, weren't we? Yeah, I think we were. And it was just, it was ongoing. Like, I think from the day, from the moment we arrived all the way through this day... I could just feel like Jesus was there with us. He was like walking yes. in the garden with us. It was so beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was earlier in the year and May. that was amazing. That was May, yeah. And we just thought, well, that was so good. Let's let's do another trip. But let's and we were gonna go back to Denad actually, but it we didn't were. didn't kinda of work out that way and then so yeah, we kinda of put it on our hearts to maybe do something in Ireland, invite Jane over here. Oh yes. And Jane's been amazing, by the way. Jane's such a she's an amazingly powerful governmental person. <laughs> and she's we we just that's what we we love her just for being our friend but we love her for the impact she brings everywhere she goes she brings the kingdom and she brings and so it's so powerful to, to we're having these holidays but they're holidays with purpose yes and um i we're felt that again yeah we're intentional and we felt like yahweh's kind of put it on our hearts to have jane over to ireland for a little while this time and to come down we're going to try and see a few spots so we're going to try and hit up. So the east coast of Ireland, well, actually a lot of Ireland has some really interesting kind of early Christian, Celtic Christian monastic yes. sites. So it was a, you know, there's, there's, it's this, you know, there's a really rich history there that, um, kind of starts with Patrick coming and bringing Christianity to the island, and then it kind of births this monastic movement that then goes to all kind of the corners of Europe. So it became, you know, Ireland became renowned within Europe as a place of of, of learning as a place of, um, yeah, that kind of monastic faith, um, that Celtic Christianity, you know, that they then exported to all of Europe. So it became a really powerful, a, a real centre for, for Christianity within Europe, and it really spread out from here. So there's some amazing examples of that, um, or, or sites that you can visit, kind of connected with that. 
Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna head up with you on our time here. But for the last couple of days, we've been staying very close to a place called Glendalough, which. Oh my goodness, it is just the best. Isn't it the best? We have had the most stunning weather and it's been really still. There's been hardly any wind and the reflections of the colours on the lake and just the beauty and the presence and there's always a little surprise from Yahweh. That's true. Jane, Jane on, you prayed, didn't you, Jane? Yeah. So when we, on our way over, Jane, or our way driving down from our home in the north of Ireland, Jane said Yahweh surprises and that's been really true yes, it, these true. things that have popped up on our each of our days has been little surprises it's been so such a beautiful time but yeah so so uh so and Glendalock is where Glen- your your son and your wife had an encounter with some birds uh, yeah I was actually going to go tell you about that yeah, okay, yeah let's okay. do let's do that yeah let's so do that. so yeah Oichi and I went there we have some dear friends, and we're allowed to shout out our friends here, Sam yes, and Jan, who are amazing are. people who live in the area. And um, a couple of years ago, I think before lockdowns, we came down to visit them for a couple of days because they were having another friend, Daniel Black, um, who's a, a travelling minister, awesome guy, friend of yours, Jane. Yeah, I've travelled all over Indonesia with him, Bali. He's really, it's really special America. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we came down to kind of see him because he was here doing meetings. And then we also, you know, took the chance to go to Glendalough. We'd heard a lot of people tell us it was a, a really beautiful place, oh, but also a thin is. place, you know. Yeah. And um, so we took the chance to come down and go there and, and we walked around. And so there's 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 a ton of stuff to kind of see around the site. It's quite an expansive kind of monastic site. There's um, round tower, there's churches, there's some old buildings. And there, there, there's another a few other kind of small sites kind of around around there that you can go and, and visit. And so Oichi and I were walking around, we were enjoying the place, enjoying enjoying the walk. And we we the the place we ended up so we walked around and, and it was all, all beautiful, but we kind of were drawn to this one place which is called so if anybody does come down to Glendalock, I highly recommend you go to St Kevin's Cell, it's called. So this is it's a little it's a wee bit of a climb. There's, there's it is a wee bit that, of a like, climb. You, know, yeah. you get you definitely get out of breath going up there, but it's a, it's a it's kind of this rocky outcrop kind of at the head of the lake that looks out over the lake, and you can kind of look up the valley to your right, and you can look down the down over the lake to your left, and you can straight across the lake to the hills on the other side, and it's a, it's absolutely stunning, just so peaceful and beautiful location. And there's an old there's a small ruin there. They believe it was a like a, a cell, they call it a cell, which is kind of a small stone, I don't know if it's a dwelling, but kind of a shelter anyway, where, where St. Kevin, who, who St. Kevin's kind of the, the main, <laughs> main remembrance. Yeah, it's it's all, called yeah. St. Kevin's Road, yeah. St. Kevin's Church. Yeah, St. Kevin's everything right here, there's St. Kevin's, you know, like co-op or whatever, <laughs> road, like, <laughs> but St. Kevin's kind of the, the most venerated of the saints mm. from Glendalough, but and amazing stories oh. about him. Of walking on water and talking to animals and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but we so we went to St Kevin's set and we sat there and we just you know took a moment to engage Oichi and I. And Oichi said afterwards that she knew something was happening. She said she knew the birds were going to come. Yes. And and so as we sat here, you know, there's little birds chirping around. But as we were sitting, one little bird flew over and kind of landed. There's a tree right next to the cell, and what bird flew over? And then another flew over, and then another flew over, another, and we were sitting with our eyes closed. And I start to hear this chatter and hear this chatter, and it getting louder and louder. I open my eyes, I look over to our left, and literally every branch of this tree was lined with these small kind of garden birds, so finches, mm-hmm. uh, maybe blue tits. I don't know birds like that, and I'm not an expert on that at all. But you know, it went from 
a couple kind of flying around to this tree. Honestly, this tree was, it was full. Like it was laden with these small birds. And they just sat and chirped away and looked at us and this, you know, the sense of the presence. You just, you just knew there was something really special in the place. Mm -hmm. And there was an atmosphere that was responding to Oichi and I that we yeah. were engaging with. And that then the bird, the, even the birds were responding to it and being drawn to it. How crazy is that? Creation. Yeah. And they stood and they, they watched it. Now, I think it was Oichi, obviously, but I think they were kind of all came to see Oichi. And they sat for about a minute or a couple of minutes and then they all just, in a moment, all flew off. And that was it. But it was so powerful and so beautiful. Wow. I was so grateful for it. You know those kind of moments where you're just like, I mean, creation responding to you is just the most humbling experience. It's like a Kairos moment, isn't it? A moment in time, just especially for you. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Didn't one touch Davy Child or something? What was that? Well, that was this. That was actually this time a couple of days ago, just as we were oh, walking yes. through the, the little monastic city, they call it, although yeah. it's maybe, you know, 10 buildings. Yeah, <laughs> it's ten no buildings. New York, like <laughs> the monastic city. Um, and a butterfly just flew around his, his head a couple of times and landed on his shoulder and then flew off. So, do you know, that it's really interesting. We didn't know a lot about St. Kevin before previously but this this um trip we've had some conversations with our friend sam and he's been telling us that saint kevin was very famous for this engagement with nature and it, it but we didn't actually know that the first, yesterday or two days ago when we no, went we to glendalock and no. the, the kind of the, the butterfly land of demon and we i really had that sense that that there's that 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 there's a uh i don't know a remnant of that or there's something in the atmosphere there that is so connected to the land and so connected to nature that that whatever that kind of pathway that he walked whatever ground he took so to speak in that sense mm -hmm. is still there it's still really present there and we're picking it up yeah isn't that crazy those, those things like they hang around totally. once those kind of things are established they'll hang around for 1500 years 2000 yeah. years whatever you know yeah a lot you know that stuff it's eternal isn't it really totally. once it's there it's there you can go back and access it. It's crazy. It's fantastic. And my daughter and I have had so many engagements with butterflies appear in the house in the wrong season when they wouldn't normally be fluttering around. Nearly always red admirals. Yeah. We were in um, Chester Zoo and we'd been in the butterfly house. Okay. And they have these special, like, plastic things to stop the butterflies escaping. And you can go in there, it's fabulous. And you see them from when they're... They've got all the glass so you can see them from when they first go into chrysalis to when they... they um, come out of the chrysalis and how the whole thing, the whole thing going through mm. is amazing and it's full of all these beautiful butterflies from all over the world and it's very tropical in there but but they check your bag when you go out to make sure there's not one stuck on your bag or oh, anywhere right, yeah. and we had this one on my daughter's bag, backpack, the whole time we'd walk around and the woman said it's really unusual they don't normally land on you mm. and when we went outside we were amazed obviously the butterflies from in the butterfly house didn't come out but we started to attract them one on the shoulder and one fluttered on the head hmm. and this just seemed to go on for ages and we just knew because we'd had engagements with that before where butterflies would land on us hmm. one landed on my hand I had one on my neck once came through the window wow. when I had some plasters in my house in Wales they would, they just said oh my gosh you're like <laughs> do little <laughs> but but I, I totally believe it's because we love creation we love yeah. All the creatures, great yeah. and small, yeah. and they know. I'm sure they're just attracted to yeah. the love that you love, and the love of Yahweh and creation is growing in. Yeah, for us to take our positions. I think that's probably you know of the takeaway of these couple of days that we've had here. I think that's the 
that's the really most thing that's moved me most is that idea of that connecting uh connecting to nature and also the na- kind of nature or creation or whatever like its ability to uh highlight things of the creator you know facets of the that's creator right, yeah. and um its ability to kind of impact your well it has you know uh, there's 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 some basic stuff that nature just does it just impacts your mood you know just some fresh air and, and a yeah, beautiful view that's right. just impacts your mood straight so away beautiful. you know you can talk about ascension all day long that you know that's you're yeah. you're incre- increasing your frequency in that moment just by being around something of beauty and and something natural but i think there is also it also has this capacity to impact you in a profound way uh, um where where aspects of the character of the creator right of Yahweh who created it all um can be um kind of uh almost sneakily kind of sprung on you right because we kind of had that today with that tree you know we went we also I don't know you maybe don't want to talk about that one you're maybe still chewing on it but we went to um we just happened to go to a uh botanic gardens this morning and oh it's breathtaking I'm a big tree fan I'm gonna Me be too. honest yeah, I am too. We're coming across right and weird now in this podcast. Yeah, we're but we're getting just... really crazy now. <laughs> it was so good. Oh man, they're just so beautiful. They were this like, they were almost vortexy, not really real in the distance. It looked like a load of bushes. When you got up close, they were like small trees and they were like greeny, reddy, and they were vortexy. They were like shadowy, weren't yeah, they? They weren't yeah. really, when you got up close to them, you could go inside. Yeah, they kind of they looked like a mirage, didn't they? Yeah, mirage outside, or a hologram or something. They had that kind of iridescent kind of coloring. But when you went inside, surprise, surprise, they were all interwoven mm. trunks and branches. But it wasn't like a normal tree; it was something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of this amazing kind of mish or organism. You didn't know where there was, you know, in a lot of. It tr- felt like yeah. it was. It, it was definitely a living, but it felt like some living creature yeah 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 it was yeah because a branch would grow into another branch or and then it would grow into the ground and be a root and then it would pop up and be a trump and and then you know it was just totally and it would turn on itself like a big like a big nook like your elbow yeah and it would go back the other way but there were loads and loads thick long small and david was climbing up them yeah he loved it they were like polished they weren't rough or bark that would harm you but I was I was mesmerised. Yeah. It, I just. And what what what, Im, what impacted me there? I was like, this is like it was the most beautiful, like, um, metaphor or whatever for connection in yes, my mind. Yes. You know this kind of interconnected life. How much? Because we've been saying, what did we say after we were saying? You know, there's strength in numbers. Yes. There's strength in numbers. There's strength in so community. Good. So good. There's strength in like in in. The strength and community, that's it. And this this the tree was like a freaking community. It was. <laughs> it was, oh, like it was living, own, yeah. moving everywhere, everywhere you went. It was it yeah. was moving. It was incredible. And I, I was thinking about, I've often, I love this, the intertwining love tapestry. Yeah. Um, you know, woven together. Yeah. The vine. He is the vine. We are the branches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. So Matthew, it's truly an honour and a pleasure. Oh, thank you, Jane. It was my thank pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the listeners. Have an awesome day.